hello. What's up? What's up? It's good to be back. Yeah, we back. took a took a, took a week off. Take a little hiatus. We got to take some time off. I mean, you know, was it nine in a row? I mean, you know, <clears throat> gotta gotta slow the engines down a little bit, a little bit. But it's good to be back. Feel recharged. We had spring break last week. You know, spent time with the family, and uh, just no time to even care about the news. So I was like. There's not much to say. I'm not going to tell you to sit here for an hour and talk about family time. <laughs> Why not? What are you talking about? Carlos? Nobody I normally use you. I normally use our Friday first ten minute show, ten minute show episode as as my therapist. You know. Oh, but man. hey, guys, listen up. We have we have joining us today Jared Jones from the Throwing Jabs podcast, which airs on Saturday mornings at ten o'clock. Jared, thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the show, Jared. Yeah, Frank Carlos, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. Frank, uh, how was your week off? My Frank? week off. Yeah. Um, unlike you, I had to work. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so really, my week off was working. I I prepped the show, but we didn't do it. You know, Carlos just said, ask for this, not this week. And not just so Carlos. Left, you, know, <laughs> you left me hanging, Carlos. It's all your fault. I recall somebody called me first. <laughs> no, no. That was Jared. Jared called you. <laughs> Jared. You know? Yeah, yeah. Blame the new guy. <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's how it works. You'll, you'll get your cred eventually. You're going to have to take some blows right now. So you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you know what? Let's jump right into this. There's a slew of stuff going on. You know, we're gonna. I'm gonna start off right quick with um, regular local stuff out here. South Beach. South Beach. Oh boy. Yeah. I, Why don't we feel? Hold on, hold on, Jared. I believe you're 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 from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. All right, Frank. Why don't you? Um, feel, uh, hold Frank. on. I think uh, Joe's on the wrong show. Joe, uh, show ten. Well, maybe it is kids and alcohol. <laughs> Oh, you know what it is? Is that I made two shows? Yeah, well, and yeah, I'll be just kids and alcohol too. You know, we, 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 you should fill Jared in a little bit on South Beach. I mean, I'm sure he only sees what he sees on TV, but being that you and I live down there and we've experienced South Beach, elaborate a little bit before we get into what you're about to get into. Look, uh, South Beach is a strip about what? About maybe from 5th to 17th, about 15 blocks, 15 blocks more or less of clubs, <clears throat> restaurants, the beach. You know, it's it's the happening spot pretty much on that area of Collins Ave right by the beach. Right. You know, and I remember going there all the time as a, as a youngster. Back in the day, yep. I would I would spend spring breaks over there. You know, great, fine and dandy. I I never recall spring break being as crazy as it is now. You know, um, the craziness that's going on there is just a lot. You got? Do you think it was? Huh? Do you think are are you saying like it what it's crazier now or do you think it's just better covered now? I think it's crazier. You're now. saying like you, yeah, it wasn't going on then. Um, I, I don't like think that. It was. I don't think. 
I mean, right, so what I've like heard, that. yeah, I left, I left some 10, 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. What I'm hearing now is that it's always been crazy. Let's, let's not, let's not beat around the bush back, back in the, in the early two thousands, it was crazy for, for, for on a, on a different level. I mean, the, that was back in the electronic music wave. So the beach was nuts, but, uh, now I'm hearing it's there's more fights. There's more. Um, um, I've heard there's like there's there's like there, there's been gun incidents. So is is it still crazy? Yeah, but I think the craziness or the type of craziness has changed. Now this is what I'm hearing from friends who still live down there. But uh, yeah, it seems like now now the issues are more violent than they used to be, and so. So Frank, what's the concern here? The, well, uh, the spring break problem? Well, that's that's a huge problem there. But you know, my biggest question is here is it was crazy last year during there's Rob. He's yeah. right. It was crazy last year during during you know prior to the pandemic. It was it's always been crazy, it's just being seen now. I I'd have to agree with Laura. We got much better coverage of it now, like to act like fist fights and so, you know, just that stuff of that nature. You're telling me that that more fist fights and violence go on in Florida than did five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, and it's not. Um, and it's not just that it's better covered. It's that those are the pieces you're seeing, which, as as is true with all media, lead you to believe that that's all of what's going on there because it's all of what you see. You're seeing a very small percentage if you were actually there and never saw any media, you know, you might still think it's a nice place to be. Naturally. Now, now, yeah, the coverage, I mean, we can, we can, so the issue now I think is they're bringing COVID into the mix. Is, is that the concern? <clears throat> no, I mean, I think, a lot, I think a lot of people coming down here is because of the lax lazy laws of COVID. You know, we okay. really, you know that's I think that's part of the reason. But the thing is that people are just to me, to me the way I see it is that people are just completely way out of control on it. Well, I spring mean, break I, is you know I mean look I, I didn't move too far uh, out here in Tampa Bay. Uh, spring break, uh, it's population out here literally doubles. Half of New York shows up here, and uh, but we don't have at least what I'm seeing from the footage in Miami. Um, I, I don't know why or, or what, but now it's forced the cops to start issuing curfews and things of that nature. Listen, cops on the beach, the way I remember it, I'm sure it's still that way pretty much today. They're pretty tolerant. They understand that even though it, it gets crazy down there, there's so much money flowing up and down those streets. They'll put up, they'll put up with a lot just to keep businesses going. For them to start issuing curfews, though, there I mean, the problem has to be getting to a point, though, where even they're drawing lines in the sand. So you got to start questioning because, again, back when we used to hang out there, South Beach was still crazy. But cops just, you know, they, they if you were unruly enough, they'd pluck you out of the crowd, take you away. But but they never they I don't recall them shutting down the streets like that. So, um. I mean, if it's to the point now where they're right, you know, they're riding through streets, calling, telling people to go home, it, it had to have gotten out of hand, like really, really out of hand. Yeah, because it's never, it's never been that way. I'm so, telling you, I used, 
I used to hang out. I used to hang out on um, on on Ocean Drive, right? Yeah, from, yeah. You know, right on 10th yeah. Street, right in front of Wet Willies. You know, and it was and it was never that bad. I yeah. I I at least I don't recall it being that bad. I mean, and we're talking about what I, yeah, a good you know twenty years or so ago. You Stop know? showing our age, man. Shut up. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and also, I again, I I'm just trying to wonder as if did the cops let this get so out of control, or is it just the fact that? We're getting a lot more people out here due to our lazy COVID um, restrictions. Uh, listen, I mean, if we're going to blame lazy COVID restrictions, why isn't this happening across the whole state then? It's all of Florida that's lax, but the issues seem to be down in South Beach. So, again, those same lax laws apply here in the Tampa Bay area, and nobody's in curfew here. So... I'm going to have to say it's more than just our COVID regulations. It's, I don't know. And again, from, you know, from, from some of the friends I still have that live down there, I've heard that the environment on South Beach has been deteriorating. It's just getting more volatile. There's a lot more incidents of fights. Gangs are showing up there a lot more than they used to. And now I've also seen people come out and say that the problems being caused are not by the locals. So now you have a mixed bag of information. I don't know how much of it or is it from people out of town or out of out of city, you know, coming from I'm probably North Florida. What the statistics would say as far as violence in <clears throat> South Beach, you know, if it's up or down. If this is all word of mouth, you know, what is uh what are the what do the numbers look like? Well, I could tell you that. What what I read last um well actually I, I had it up and I just closed it but you know there is about a thousand there's been a thousand of arrests and this was as of I believe Monday they had a thousand of a thousand arrests a thousand, a thousand arrests <clears throat> right just and from like spring break just from spring break yeah I mean I mean see again. <laughs> That's a big number. That means that things have gotten so bad that cops are issuing curfews. That sounds about right, I would say. I would say. And so what we don't know, and I don't know if the numbers bear out, is how much of it is local and how much of it is out of of town. Right. That I haven't seen a lot. I know that I can tell you that they did have two arrests out here of two gentlemen that they drugged some girl and she died. You know, they oh, yeah, right. You know, I heard that's a terrible story. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. So, you know, that's I that's been the biggest that. one that that I know of. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's been many. I haven't. No, yeah, people getting their 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 drinks drugged. I remember <laughs> that happened back when we were going out too. I had no, I, yeah, yeah. Listen, the, I had a couple friends drinks. that that happened to. We'd be like carrying them to the car, and they're just yakking all over the place. I, it's your dreams of getting getting drugged. That's that's always happened. I've always seen it. You know, I mean, r- rule of thumb: keep uh, your 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 drink with you. Keep your drink with you at all times. Yep. Don't leave <laughs> it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. None of this sounds yeah. like new behavior to me, though. Well, yeah. I, that, I mean, I, I believe mean, you that the numbers are up, and I'm sure that COVID has everything to do with it. Every every <clears throat> every place that has less restrictions is going to have more. Activity. That sounds sure. correlative, though. I mean, if you've got, <clears throat> like, sense, so, yeah. I think we have some issues here. So let's 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 break it down. 
again, the only factor we don't have is how much of it is local versus out of town. But we're dealing with a population in general, overall, we're dealing with a country that has been basically barricaded for over a year now. So like anything else, once you give them that ounce of freedom, they're going to explode. And I mean, but how there, there's no other, I don't know how you can control that. Uh, whether, whether you have lax laws or not, if, if people want to get out and let loose after being barricaded at home, being told to wear something on their face, limiting this, limiting that curfew here, curfew there, you can't go here, no school. I could go on and on, especially spring break. Cause I know half these colleges, kids are like, taking classes from home. And then they're they're sick and tired of being pent up at home. So you have all this pent up energy showing up in 16 blocks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't you know whether you have COVID. So are you suggesting it was better not to uh, lift the restrictions? No, I think what I'm suggesting is no matter when or how you lift the restrictions, this is going to happen. This is going to happen, especially when you're dealing with college kids. This is exactly what's going to happen. I don't think it's, I, I don't think you can avoid it. <clears throat> and again, some places might be just having a better time than South beach right now. Again, out here uh, between spring break, the beaches and spring training and everything that goes on in this area, there are no curfews. So it's not as bad. Out so here. are you not for vaccinated? Oh, no, no, no. I never said that. Go ahead and get vaccinated. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm saying if, but it, so if people, uh, if we're regulated and we all wear our masks and whatnot up until right, right. the fact that the majority right. but, are. But at some point, Jared, you, you, you gotta, you gotta lose. You just team. said no matter when, I'm just making the argument. You said no matter when you do that, you're going to run into that. And that's not necessarily well, true. The counter argument is we all get vaccinated and put our masks away. So we're all getting vaccinated. We're all still kind of being told to keep our masks on. <clears throat> but my point is whether we tell people to keep the masks Sounds on. Sounds like not, you got a little cough there. Oh, Everything's yeah. okay, Carlos? <laughs> it's the coffee. Oh, all right. All <laughs> yeah. Right. If I keel over, though, then yeah, we can blame COVID. I mean, that's usually all how right. it works. No, well. um, <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is whether whether you have, whether you have the restrict, you know, the whether you get vaccinated or not, whether you enforce masks or not people have been sealed up for a long time and the minute you start opening up that freedom especially for spring break and a place like south beach it's, it's going to be kind of wild i yeah, i i don't see any way around that i don't see any way around that so that that sounds to me like what's going on at south beach it was just a powder keg and i mean put it this way if we didn't have covid i don't think we'd be talking about south beach I don't think we'd be talking about it, but Florida's opened up. Florida, Florida remember, Florida, remember, Frank, the economy in this state lives and dies by tourism. So we gotta, we we gotta kind of open up at some point. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Our numbers compared to many other states are pretty damn good, considering how lax we've been. But again, we're dealing with a bunch of college kids coming from states that are much more restrictive than ours. So you'd basically just grab a bunch of college kids, put them on South Beach, and you're telling them, go play. After a year of being grounded. <laughs> That's bad math. That is bad math. Bad yeah. math. <clears throat> well, you know, let's see. Between last week, this week, 
We've had a couple um, shootings, you know. Miami shootings? No. No, not Miami. <laughs> this is just going on really fast, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. they're shooting the Miami all the time. I mean, come on. I'm um, shocked. <laughs> and I had a I had an article that popped that popped up on, on my phone. Funny, and it really much stated it's mass shootings. A signal to Oh, oh, uh, you mean the mass um, shootings? Yeah, the mass oh, shootings. Oh, I thought you yeah, meant yeah, that yeah. on South Beach. Okay. My no. bad. I, no. I didn't realize you were changing topic. Gotcha. No, you, you didn't catch when I said I'm moving no, on. No, 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 no. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos, come on. Arregla. No, 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 no. No, no, Carlos. <laughs> so, but, you know, I had an article that popped up on my phone pretty <clears throat> much stating um, mass shootings. Is this a sign that America's back to normal? Yeah, I saw that. I saw you that. You know, and... <clears throat> As sad as it is, as screwed up as it is, when you really come to think about it, you know, I want to say it's been at least a year that we haven't heard of shootings like this. You know? Right. And that just, you know, it, it, it goes back to the... Have we gotten accustomed to shootings being the norm? Uh, no, I don't know about the norm. I mean, from what I've seen statistically, most gun deaths in this country are not by mass shootings. Mass shootings are a tiny fraction of, of gun deaths. Um, however, naturally, because there are so many who die at one time, when they, uh, <clears throat> when they happen, yeah, they become news. Now again, people are getting rapes married. are a small, small percentage of the total ex sexual experiences that happen in the world. I'm sorry. Rapes, rapes Rape. are like they make up a very small percentage. If you take all the sexual experiences that everybody's had in the world, yeah, and single out the rapes, it's a really, really small percentage. So does that make rape normal? Does does that make mass shootings normal? That's what I'm saying. I'm applying. I'm just applying your logic right. to sex. I'm yeah. sorry. So, uh, 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 I think it's fair to say they don't. They're not normal. We don't wake up every day okay. and hear of a new. So it's fair to address that small percentage then. It is because of how drastic the event is. Just like it's drastic to address rapes, as bad as they are, but they're not common. As 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 opposed to every sexual encounter, as you put it. Well, hold on. Stop. One. Stop. Stop. A second. Uh, Joe, put Laura's comment up a second. Okay, Laura, handguns cause the most death. Uh, Laura, no, handguns don't cause the death. People <clears throat> behind the handguns cause the death. I think she's trying to basically bring up the whole assault rifle uh, aspect of the conversation. Right, and like Rob said, a mass shooting equals four or more people. Right. Right, so that, is that is true. That is true. So... Mm. You know, I, I don't know if you it's hard for me to accept the definition of mass shooting as normal because it's not. <clears throat> it's not. They, they they happen sporadically. They they happen infrequently. But when they do, yeah, that we need to take notice. Uh, and so now people are, again, getting out. And we have discussed that covid restrictions have done a number, have done a number on people's mental health. 
Uh, that's a, that, are that, you, so, so you're saying like you're, you're advocating for gun regulation, uh, like following mass shootings. Uh, I'm careful with, with gun regulation again. Sure. There's no problem with keeping better tabs on gun owners, I guess. Uh, but as I've said before, I'm not a big fan of Uncle Sam getting into too much of anybody's business. So I'm not sure so how you're you, not. I don't know how to go about that. Because so uh, you're not for regulating guns. Not completely. I mean, depending on what you mean by regulation. Why don't you tell me what you mean by regulation and then I'll tell you what I agree oh, well, or with. That's kind of my point is just that there's a gray area for all of us. And that's kind of the gray area we should be discussing when it comes to gun control. Um, some people will say like regulation or take all the guns away and, uh, regulate it is written right into the second amendment. So, so when you say you're not for regulation, you're not for the second amendment, not that that's what you said, but you can't be both, you know, you can't have it on both sides. Do you know, let me give you an example. You know who the last president to say, quote, take the guns was? to suggest we, we take the guns away from private citizens. And when the suggestion was made, uh, it was suggested without due process. I think it was Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 2018. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You can't have both. You gotta, you gotta have one side or the other of this argument. So, and the gray area is what we should be talking about. So then let's get into the gray area, Jared, where do you see right. regulation should or should not happen? Um, <clears throat> well, I guess, uh, I don't know a lot about the situation, but I do know like, uh, um, bump stocks or something I heard of Those, a while yeah. back. So yeah. like you have made automatic weapons illegal and right. semi-automatics legal. And then you have this little piece that turns a semi-automatic into an automatic and that little piece is still legal. I don't understand that. Okay. That seems contradictory. Frank, help me out because I'm not. No, I'm not, I, I am. I am. I am. Look. Tell, tell me about bump stocks. I know that they used to, they were used to, I think, simulate automatic behavior, but fill me in. Look, it, it's not that difficult to make any gun a semi automatic. It's no, they're all I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not semi automatic, but automatic. Okay. Okay. It's not that difficult. The parts are not hard to get. But, you know, to to start off the, this process, right, without going The parts into, of a grenade aren't hard to get. You're right. And, and it could be, and they could be made. Well, you know who's got the most grenade attacks is Sweden. And you know the country with the most laxed grenade laws in the civilized world is Sweden. Tack like these two things don't coincide with one another in some respect is so right but the thing is and and it's the point where, where i'm trying to get at and sketchy peasant will say a couple things here where it's why aren't republics on board for universal background checks i have to take a test to get my driver's license and register my car with the state why can't guns be the same here's the point all right and i'll tell you how simple it is at least here in florida on on 
how to purchase a gun. You know, if you you go to the store, you buy a new one, you do a background check, takes three days, you come out clear, you get your gun. Right? Hold on, hold on. You got checked. Yes. Okay. Yes, you got checked. So then there's checks. I'm not sure what sketch he's on. talking about. Yeah, but watch <clears throat> this. Watch okay. this. And this is where and this is where there's a loophole. All right. I I have in my possession in my house. Okay, I own one, two, three, four, five. Five you're different like firearms. You're like Rambo. Listen, I <laughs> I I like them. I bought them. They're all legal. But guess what? <clears throat> I've only gone through one background check for one of the guns. You want to know why? Why? Because the other one I bought it from person to person. Okay. So in the state of Florida, you don't have to register your gun. Right. Right. Okay. So so you want to advocate for more registration? Oh uh, no, you need better background checks. Okay. Your background <clears throat> checks need to be nationwide, not just to the state, okay, you shouldn't be able to go ahead and buy a gun from person to person. Just like, just like my car, right? right? If I sell you my car, you have to register the car with the DMV, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's good? So am I going to go ahead and say, Carlos, here's the title to my car. <laughs> go ahead and register yourself. Of course not. Why? Because Carlos might decide to not register the car and do whatever he wants with it. At the end, at the end of it, I'm still responsible for it. Okay, Phil. To answer your question, the three-day oh, so wait. Hold on, hold on. A lot yeah. of mass shooters, though. A lot of mass shooters, Frank. They'll pass the background check. Then what? Then mm. at least we've, we've done some diligence, right? I suppose, but it'll still be on the news. We'll still be talking about it. And then the <laughs> then then what happens is they'll My start coming up with says, where is it a three day wait? In Florida. Took three months in CT. <laughs> in Florida, Phil, in Florida, in Florida. So we have but we have hey, to be fair, to be fair, he had a lot of time to think about what he was gonna shoot. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. I mean, you, you can do you can do background checks, that's fine. <clears throat> um but you know, especially a lot of a lot of mass shooters, at least the ones that I have in recent memory, yeah, uh, they don't have they don't have crimes. They 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 pass the test. I believe the last two that well, we've experienced, Atlanta and and Boulder, both of them would have. Is passed. that a reason not to do it? Are you making an argument? No, not I'm to not do saying it? it's not a reason not to do it, but I'm oh. definitely saying it's not the ultimate deterrent. We're still going to have issues there. Um, well, so, why not? So, my, my concern, though, is once you start doing background checks and you realize that people may still have commit mass shootings because they're passing background checks, then what do you do? And and then then what? And then then what? And then we start we start yeah. incrementing. We start you do, incrementing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you then do, at one point, not to do check. that. It sounds like you're. It sounds like you're making sense, but you're saying it in such a way that it sounds like you're suggesting we don't do that. Let's do the thing. Let's do the next thing that might curb these instances. 
and not just the not just the mass shootings, but you know, if there's things In we general. can change that kind of get our head around this thing, why don't we make those adjustments? And then when the next thing comes up, we'll make another adjustment. That's what you were saying. So, but your it brother just sound, posted, it sounded like sarcastic. Your bro- it's not sarcastic. What it is 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 um, just it's predictable. So. If, if you want to do that, that's fine. Like, again, I'm for it. Uh, but the bottom line is, Jared, no matter what you do, no matter what check you make, <clears throat> an incident's going to happen. And once it happens once or twice, there's going to be a new reason to up the ante on checks and infringement. And they're not going to come. They're not going to stop trying to find ways to continue to bear down on gun owners and their 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 you know registrations and checks and then banning this and bump stocks and it, it's just an increment. It's all incremental. I get what you're saying. Yo, well, let's keep doing what we can do to so lower. To take it all away. That's what I'm saying. You're not making sense right now. Do, no, do we, I am. Do I'm making perfect sense. I'm making perfect sense. What I'm saying is, there's always going to be an excuse to double down on checking and infringing. There's always going to be. So it's should not, we it, not? Huh? No, I mean. You can don't get me wrong. Take some take some measures, but but where do you know? Do line? you think we should? No, I mean if if the if if Frank is telling me it's that easy, then yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Right. But but where All where I do we go from? Buy my guns with a bill of sale. That's it. But now, what I'm talking about my used guns, the ones brand new from the store. Yeah, it was a three day it was a three day waiting period. So, Frank, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Frank. If you get pulled over. And you're carrying one of those guns that you did not buy at the store that you got checked for. What happens? In what sense? I get pulled over. Hey, Mr. Officer, I have have, have a gun in the car. But do you get any kind of charge for having an unregistered weapon? Or you have a. No, I mean, essentially, in the state of Florida, in the state of Florida, you don't have to register a gun. So you can just don't okay as long as you know as long as that when they run the numbers of the gun mm-hmm. it's clean there's not a problem there's not a problem you know the problem mm-hmm. then comes is if they're dirty numbers you know dirty numbers okay all right so that's where the problem comes and that's when i will have to show <clears throat> my proof look this is who i bought the gun from this is when i bought it and then it, that they will take a totally different step there. Whatever it is, I don't know, because I've never happened. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying. I mean, Phil's right, too. That's that's your and, and Carlos, I agree. You're always going to end up having those things happen. So I don't have a great suggestion of exactly what those regulations should be. I'm just saying instead of knocking what they are or what they shouldn't be, you know, let's try to be solution oriented. As a society at large, and then you know we got a platform here. Let's try to be solution oriented. No, that's fine. <clears throat> I get that. Uh, again, I, I but see, it's not just background checks that they're talking about. You know, you do hear about stories about legislative measures to 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 ban this weapon or ban weapons with more than X amount of uh, bullets in a magazine. I mean, well, let me ask you a question though. I mean. Do you really need more than nine bullets on 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 a pistol? 
Well, Frank, let me ask you a question. How many Bruce Willis guns? would make it work? Right. Because I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If I need, if, if I need more than nine bullets, or if I need more than three bullets to defend myself, okay, then you know what? I have no rights to own any type of firearm. Because that means I'm a horrible shot, and I'm going to shoot somebody else. Frank, not everybody's a sharpshooter. I'm, I'm not, not saying people need to walk around with like 100, 100 mags and a roll of belt with all bullets. That but okay, again, all right, fine. You know what? Let's, okay, fine. Fine, okay. Three was exaggerating. Okay, let's say nine. Let's say nine. Do you need more than nine? Really? I don't know. See, you don't again, perhaps. What, yeah, what is the average? On the situation. I could yeah, draw. I could draw you up a situation where I'd need more than nine bullets. Sure. You know, I mean, but in reality, when when you you know when you there goes my my, my wonderful son. Depends on how many people. Thanks, Danny. Hey, you'll well, be with how far away it. they are, and how good a shot you are, and and, and who knows? Fire, you know, people come out of your you. house and run back out, and then you no, just, for sure. But, and now all of a sudden you're you're standing there with an empty gun, trying to play tough yeah, guy. But, and, but again, do do you need magazines <laughs> with more than nine bullets? Probably not. It doesn't mean you can't carry two mags. Mm. Just do what Joe Biden said. Get a shotgun. Just get a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, a shotgun you can put slugs in. Buy a shotgun. <coughs> my my concern is always this. You wanna you wanna you wanna check the populace and who owns? Fine. Uh, I don't see a problem though with being concerned about the eventual abuse, possible abuse, of using that background information against people. I know they talk about um, red flag laws and stuff like that. So you have, you know, okay, say, for example, Jared's my neighbor, and uh, I know Jared owns a couple guns, and I see Jared a few times at night just running around the street just screaming all sorts of insanities, and I'm concerned about the guy, and I'm like, you know what? He also owns guns. Hmm. Must really live near me. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I better I better call that in, and then uh, you know that they'll show up. They'll they'll look at Jared. They'll 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 confiscate his stuff. Now, I'm not saying that's happening, but it's being talked about. And so then you you start to figure, okay, we'll start welcoming that. Then that will get abused too, because then Frank, you're my other neighbor, and I just think you're an absolute ass. I hate you. Uh, you there's nothing wrong with you. You don't right, you don't run around screaming you know screaming all sorts of uh, insanities like Jared in the neighborhood, but I just don't like you. Frank's crazy too, by the way. I think we need to look into his arsenal, and then boom. So, yeah, there's a lot of gray and there's a lot of fine lines on how to how to go about this. Oh Lord, the founding fathers. Well, if they had AR-15s back in 1776, I'm sure they probably would have considered it. You know, Jesus. Um, so they had the conversation. Yeah, they would have had the conversation and said they had muskets, but you know, guess what? They didn't have social media. They had paper and a dipping pen, whatever. Um, so it, it's really, you know, the thing is this: I think the problem we're having with with uh, resistance to background checks and and gun control measures is the language. Once again, it's it's how you're coming across to the populace. When you start talking about background checks, okay, fine.
But nine times out of 10, when I hear messages about background checks, I also hear language about assault, you know, banning this, assault rifle bans, banning bump stocks, banning guns with more than 10, uh, 10 bullets in a chamber or a magazine. And then you've now, you've now convoluted the message from responsible checking to removal of weapons. And then you start scaring people. So yes. you're for the bump stock. No, I mean, honestly, it, I don't think anybody anybody should have uh, anything that like would make a gun automatic. So no, it's kind of dangerous. It's fine if you're okay with the automatic. If you're okay with the automatic and okay with the bump stock, let's move on. But if you're okay with one and not the other, it doesn't make no, sense. No, no, no. I'm not okay with any civilian owning anything automatic. I, I think that, that right there well, is a reasonable well, thing. That well, right there no, should be strictly military. If we don't you need are to be, own it, you need to be, if you are going to own it, and there's several, several people that I know mm -hmm. that do have the automatics. Careful. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, listen, I have an AR-15. Doors knock. <laughs> you know? Wait, wait, say that again? I have an AR-15. That's not automatic. You're right. Right. But people also talk about banning the ARs. There's no need for that. That's because it looks okay. intimidating. Honestly, it's just an I've owned, I've owned um, an AK-47. I've owned an SKS. Okay, which it's the Russian, uh, a Chinese model and a Russian model. Right. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> were the automatics not for the not sort of say? You know, they're semi-automatics. Hmm. Okay, there were fully there were three round bursts. All right, but now I I you know I do believe that to to own a fully automatic rifle. Okay. Okay. You have to be licensed to own it. You to you own know, a and, fully fully automatic. And I'm talking about a federal license. <laughs> I'm not just talking about just a normal you know, conceal weapons permit or anything like that. You, you know, you have to be, you know, either you're a firearms dealer or, or something of that value, you know, to where, okay, yes, I own it, but you do got to make it a little bit difficult. It's not about, oh yeah, you know what? Sure. I'm going to go ahead and get the license. I'm going to pay a hundred bucks. No, that's, you know, you want, you want to own that gun. You want to, you know, you want to own it. Okay, fine. No problem. You're going to have to pay for it. You're gonna pay for the gun, and you're gonna pay for your for your automatic license. Is the way I see it. Automatic. Right, I so mean, you know. Now the thing is, you 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 you're a military boy, so I can understand your comfort level with automatic weapons. I am not, and I mean, the last time America had uh, fully automatics on the streets, I think those were like the days of Capone, if I'm not mistaken. Those, those were pretty bad. I I mean, I'm not going to argue against the bullets. The bullet count, I agree with Jared. Depending on the situation, you may need more than nine. But if Americans had access to, like, just holding down and spraying legally, uh, even that would scare me. <laughs> and, and I believe, yeah, I don't I believe everybody should be caring and protecting themselves. But fully auto? Ooh. Listen. As it is right now, not everybody can handle that responsibility. Right, I'm I can tell you that. Man, I can tell you that I've seen state senators 
okay, and a lot of politicians that shoot. Rob, they banned him because of you, man. I'm sure of it. <laughs> sure of it. <laughs> Go on, Frank. I'm sorry. You know, so people are gonna have them, but you do, you know, you do need some type of license for it. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm I'm okay with checks. I think I just think we need to be careful with how that information is used. Again, and we've had this conversation with other aspects of governments collecting information. At the end of the day, it will it will somehow get abused. Patriot Act was abused. The Espionage Acts are abused. They tell us it's for this. They tell us it's to protect us from X, Y, and Z. And before you know it, they are also abusing that information that they were supposed to use to protect us. Background checks to me would also fall under that radar. Uh, but so are you saying that we shouldn't have background checks then? No, no, stop being such a Sith. Listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm asking because <laughs> all I'm saying though is is I understand the need for better checks, but I'm always I'm all look, I will agree with something and still be weary of what may occur. You, you, that, that there's nothing wrong with that but you're with phil here ultimately you're with uh my friend phil benito who, who would rather check the people than the weaponry uh yeah well if we're gonna start checking one or the other we should check the people who have the weaponry as opposed to the weaponry itself i'm okay with that however i'll, I'll right. still throw in the caveat about the fully auto like I'm not even comfortable with that. And, and again, I, I would want everyone in America to own a piece and protect themselves. And I'm even I'm even pretty good with open carry. I, I have no issues with that. Fully autos, though. Uh, I, I, again, I'm not that that even makes me jittery. <laughs> that makes me jittery. Um, but still, what we're, what we're dealing with a lot of things here. I read these two stories. The Boulder one is still, we're still investigating. Uh, we don't know if that was a terrorist uh, activity. We don't know if it was driven by some kind of ideology. I think they're still looking into it. The Atlanta one, there's a lot of questions there regarding mental health. Um, he, you know, apparently, and again, I don't think anything's been solidified. We're still, we're still investigating. So, you know, it's going to take some time. But I'm hearing. Wow. I, I read. I read. I read that you know he was he was a devout Christian, but he had a he. They say he had a terrible sex addiction addiction, and he was very addicted to a lot the of fresh. these spa spa places. And so again, I mean that there, there goes that whole thing about he, he could pass a background check, but he done flip the see, switch. But look, but look, but look. This <laughs> is shot this up, is shot up a few spots. But this so, is part of the problem. This, this guy was in Atlanta, was in Georgia, right? Right. So Georgia It'll does not be good have, to have a waiting period to purchase any type of guns. <clears throat> Georgia, you could go as long as you're sure you, you're sure that you're you're a Georgia resident. You're go ahead, purchase your gun, and you get it right that same day, right? Maybe, right. not saying it would have happened, but just maybe if there was that waiting period, okay. Those Atlanta shootings would not have happened. Let me make sure okay. I understand you. Say that the Atlanta if there was a waiting period. If if there was a waiting period, that maybe those shootings would not have happened. They maybe might have just what? happened later. 
No, we don't know that. You don't know that. A lot, a lot of these on guys, both sides of that. Both sides of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. But just possibly if there was that waiting period, maybe there's not. Maybe the guy could have realized, you know, maybe, maybe not. Again, there's there's two sides of that coin. So, again, I mean, it's – and I think, you know, if we try to compare the, the, guy, the guy in Boulder, Colorado, I think – and I'll tell you now, he purchased his. He had a Ruger AR. And I want to say that he purchased his, I think, six days before. He 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 went he went on this uh outrageous shoot on this on this shooting. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I mean, and they do have a waiting period. So if he bought it six days before, so again, we go back to maybe, maybe not. You know, depending on what. Can't wait. And who knows, man? I mean, who knows? The waiting period, I don't think would have changed anything. You know, when you have a mindset to do something, and in his case, you you can imagine what's going on in his head. Like, he's religiously devout, feeling guilty. He wants to eliminate his addiction. So he figured the best way to do it was to literally go kill the problem, or at least the problem in his eyes. You just don't want to be religious. Huh? Ah, right. You want to be religious. Hey, listen, stay tuned. We're going to be here till 5 a.m. <laughs> you know, um, that, 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 that is a, that is a, to each his own aspect. And in his case, he flipped, he flipped and, and no background check would have stopped it. But again, like Jared said, and I don't have an issue with it as a blanket system, I'm sure it would help. It would improve. Uh, Carlos, though, your brother did post something, you know, criminals don't give a damn about background checks and they'll get, they'll get their hands on what they want to get their hands on. Um, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. Uh, what I don't like, I'll say it again, though. What I don't like is when we start mixing the message of checking people with confiscating or banning, uh, weapons. That's when you start that's when you start getting into people's heads about, oh, they're taking stuff away. And that's a legitimate concern. It's a legitimate yeah. concern. I'll read, so, you, I'll read to you what my brother wrote. Criminals don't do background checks. Nope. They don't buy guns legally. Therefore, making background checks more strict really affects law-abiding citizens. Okay, he's right. He's right, he's right in a sense. But now, so... Let me see how I word this one. Um, Thank you, Ovi. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Not. But anyhow, but, okay, when you look at my brother's comment, right? Criminals can only get... There you go. Criminals can only get guns that were legally purchased, so you need to track where these weapons are going. There. That's... that's They're not... Yeah, but they're not always tracked. I mean, they get lost. You're right. I mean, in the state of Florida, you, and look, and I, and I can speak about Florida law because I, I obviously I, I, I know Florida. How do you know you half know? the guns one aren't stolen? <laughs> you know, Florida law is very laid back. With, with we have alligators, man. We need to shoot stuff here. You know? <laughs> no, no, that's illegal. You can't do that. <laughs> they have hunts. You know? <clears throat> they have hunts. So it's it's a it's a sad situation, and I think unfortunately, 
people are getting out again. You have a lot of mental health issues now from being locked in. And I mean, I, I you know what? I would fear that th more of these may occur. I'm, I'm sure some people who have been sitting at home have, have snapped just by sitting at home. And now we're sending them out. That's why I wasn't a big fan of complete restrictions, but I understand it's a virus and we have to do something. But this is the consequence sometimes when you have people festering with their thoughts at home for a long time and they can't get out and they're being told you can't, you can't, you can't. So finally they say you can. Boom. You know, right. we're going to have a lot of erratic behavior before we do, quote unquote, get back to normal, I think. <clears throat> Maybe some people want automatic weapons just for collection. Yeah, that's what we always say. Yeah, I just want to collect them. <laughs> Why do I own five different types of guns? Listen, I have. I'm gonna tell you what I own. I, I have um I have a 410 Judge Ooh. rifle. Okay, <clears throat> that shoots 45 long caliber. Okay, and it shoots 410 gauge. The same guy who reads Hustler for the articles. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, sensing some infighting yes, here. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, my 410 judge, I've never shot it. I've never saw, I've, I've never, I've never shot it. You don't buy that sex edition excuse. That's Ozzy speaking about the, the Atlanta shooter. Well, I mean, you know, I can understand. You know, he has a right not to buy it, but we I don't, don't agree know what, with that we either. Don't know what I mean, I don't think in the minds of people. We don't. You know, we don't. I mean, addictions are addictions, whether they're gambling, sex, name it. I mean, if if, if you're hard pressed enough, it can be an issue. It doesn't matter what it is. <clears throat> doesn't matter what it is. You can't correlate all of those things to shooting a bunch of people, though. Uh, not when you say correlate. See, the word correlate. The word correlate is a big word, Jared, because when you use the word correlate, it means that you're looking for a. How do I say it? You're looking for a general, possible, consistent cause, and that's not going to fly. Of course not. But you cannot rule out the complete impossible uh, possibility there is a possibility that that may be a valid reason as rare as it may be as negative as the correlation may come out correlation does not mean causation so correlation you know you can't say no you can't say never it is possible that in this case in atlanta that is exactly what drove him to do what he did but if we start hearing everybody come out with excuses about sex addiction then I can refer to your, your pessimism or your sarcasm, not sarcasm, skepticism, excuse me, and say, yeah, okay, hold on a minute. <laughs> but you can't rule it out completely. You can't rule it out. We don't know what was in his mind. And no, 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 well, no. Then, I'm not saying rule it out. I'm, I'm saying that you said, here's this guy with this problem that, you know, people struggling with addiction are having and people struggling with depression are having and the difference between him and those people is this the group of dead people that he in, killed. In this case, yeah. That's, that's a okay. pretty big difference that you're kind of... Uh, we're, we're still talking about an isolated case. What All I'm saying is that his issue in this case 
could very well have driven him to do what he did. It doesn't make it the norm, but it does still make it possible. But we don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know what oh, he yeah. was thinking. All I'm saying is that Ozzy says he doesn't buy it, and that's fine. That's that's his prerogative. That's his perspective. All I'm saying is you can't rule that out. You can't rule that out. It's, it's very possible that that, that – I, I can't speculate what was going on in that man's head. Right, no, that's what I'm not, saying. But we can't. We can't. Ozzy, Ozzy's asking a question why it's far. Um, he was he, apparently for, he frequented them. He used to visit correct. them all the time. That's correct. why he 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 frequently he was at them frequently. Yeah, he would visit he would visit different ones in town. So either you know they they didn't say whether they were happy ending massages, okay, but he what? he was aroused by them. That's that's what they were saying. Jared, Jared just slapped his head. What happened, Jared? That's, I don't think it like that's relevant. It doesn't seem relevant. What, what exactly kind of, does it seem relevant? What kind of massages he was getting, whether they were happy endings or not? No, no. That's enough about- of an area to seem irrelevant <laughs> to me. Well, I, don't, I mean, I think there's many more important parts of this story going on. And, and like still, I said, let's be responsible with our platform. There's still, to talk about whether there were happy endings that preceded this addiction that he had, may or may not have had. We're only going by the information we have right now. And we know that he used to visit the spas frequently <clears throat> and that according to the stories that he was dealing or it was possible he was dealing with a kind of sex addiction. So, I mean, the happy endings were, were probably happening and he was probably having a hard time with it. And you have a right to call that bullshit or not. (laughs) We'll find out more details as the story goes on. But, you know, and again, going back to what Frank kind of asked sarcastically, if those issues he was having were causing some serious problems with his re- religious devotion. What was that doing to his mind? We don't know. And of course, these things do take time. Research takes time. Interviews take time. It's going to be a while before we do find out the true motivation of why he did what he did. But those are, that's what we have on the surface. And we're just breaking it down. Uh, you know, I don't think we're stating fact here on anything or claiming, but it, it's it's good to open up you know, just a dialogue on on how how certain aspects can really affect people. And now we're dealing with a guy who possibly dealing with a sex addiction and guilt and Lord knows what flipped out, went in and killed, you know, killed people in spas. And so I don't know. But those things, see, this is why the gun debate is so, so huge, because we're dealing with so many different situations. Somebody posted right here. <clears throat> it's really trying to get guns away from people with mental issues. Why don't we say that? That's who does most of the shootings. Uh, they don't, you know, some people devolve. They don't have mental sh- uh, mental issues or like they do and they just get worse. It could be medicine. So many aspects to that. And, and so, you know, the point is, I think also you want to start with background checks. Fine. But there's going to be issues that are going to continue. Background checks won't be enough, and it'll continue need, to escalate. Okay, look, look, you need background checks, mm-hmm. and, you, and you need mental checks. Mental checks. Okay, met, right. Again, right. So Again. Okay. Go in, you see, go post that is, comment. Post that huh? comment by Phil. Post that comment right there. And think about it. 
Really think about it. Are you a bad person? But on your worst day, In wonder what circumstances. All right, all right. Let's do it like this. You, you guys down to play a little game? <laughs> you guys are you guys are gonna say good, bad, or neither. Okay, good guy, bad guy, neither. Right. We'll start with an easy one. Killer. Good Killer. guy, bad guy, neither. Killer. Killer. Bad, bad guy. guy. Humanitarian. Good guy. Good guy. <clears throat> Philanthropist. Good guy. Good Cannibal. Guy. Bad guy. Liberal. Um, bad guy. <laughs> Christian. Neither. Conservative. Christian. Most guy. Republican. Neither. Democrat. Do you no. believe my 14-year-old daughter sat here and took this test and said neither all 10 times? You're not giving me enough information, Dad, she said. <clears throat> if I told you the killer walked in on a 48-year-old man who crawled in his five-year-old daughter's window and tore him off her and beat him with his hands until he was sure he wasn't going to move and then made a frantic 911 call, you better hurry up. We're going to lose this guy. Please hurry. Is that a bad guy because he's a killer? Our humanitarian is Bill Cosby. Do either one of you guys want to change your answer? Our philanthropist is Jeff Epstein. Our cannibal is a kid named <clears throat> Nando Parado, a 19-year-old amateur rugby player that got stuck for over two months in the Andes Mountains in Argentina after a plane crash that claimed his mother and 16-year-old sister and had to eat the remains of the dead to stay alive. You right. said bad guy to cannibal. When Phil says, think about your worst day, what would you do? In these type of situations, things that, do you have a pet, Carlos? Yeah. Dog? Mm -hmm. What's your dog's name? Stitch. Do you understand that at some point, under some circumstance, Stitch turns into a meal for you and your family? I used to tell oh, my wife that. I used to tell my wife that, and she's, no way. Not my little Vicky, no way. We were still in the hospital with our newborn son, her first child, when she looked at me and said, I get how the pet could turn into a meal. Into a what? A, a meal. meal. A meal, okay. A meal <clears throat> under the right circumstances. So, Jared, I get, I get where you're going. People's mentalities I get where you're going, but you're kind you of also, you're kind of also proving my point. Bad people. You're talking about exceptions to the rule. I mean, at the end of the day, a killer is, for more intent, most intents and purposes, they're usually 98% of the time, whatever, bad. You want to talk about an exceptional situation so that, doesn't, okay that, doesn't change the, that doesn't change the, the general definition of what a killer is. A cannibal are people who just tend to eat people. Now, you want to talk about being desperately stuck on Mount Everest with your dead friend and you got to eat to survive. That is an exceptional situation to the rule. It doesn't mean that cannibalism is suddenly, well, let me but think about it. this is the change we need to come to as a society. You also said that to liberal. Oh, I was kidding. Conservative. I, was I kidding. know you were, but when kidding. you're willing to group them as 100 percent, you're going to lose. Some of them are going to slip. Matter fact, your as a matter My 14-year-old daughter said neither 10 times because she didn't have enough information to group every humanitarian as a good person.
Imagine her surprise to find out our humanitarian was Bill Cosby. She was right. Neither, I can't tell, you haven't given me enough information. None of those words. Am I willing to blindly group all of those people and say there's something wrong with that group of people? Now, at the end of the yeah, again, though, we're talking about exceptions to the rules. I, com I commend your daughter for that kind of outside-the-box thinking. But these are words, if you look up humanitarian in the dictionary, the, it, it's a good word. Therefore, would most you people, argue Bill Cosby wasn't a oh, humanitarian? See, there you go again. It's that's an exception to the rule. Yes, we you know what? Everybody thought he was a good person until the truth came out. And once the truth comes out, then you can start changing your opinion on the guy. But just because Bill and Cosby so your is humanitarian, humanitarians are good people. But just because Bill Cosby, the humanitarian, turned out to be an absolute douchebag doesn't mean that suddenly every humanitarian has to now be questioned. I mean, if they're going to do Not something, Not everyone, we'll but it. you're saying a rule. So as a rule, humanitarian is a good person. Generally, it, the definition said, states it. It's a, it they're, they're, the, the concept of being a humanitarian is a good thing. It, it is. doing a good thing. There's a difference it's between doing, a good, doing a good thing and being a good person. Okay. There's a difference between being a Republican or a Democrat and being a good person. Right. If, if you were trapped in a box, okay, let's say you were trapped in a box for two weeks. You've been given only enough to survive, right. to eat, okay? You're not sleeping right oh, because you're not eating right. You haven't had any physical contact with the outside world at all. No human contact not enough food mm -hmm. right now a spider runs across your box right nice size spider what's your first thought kill it probably kill it why probably i mean if it's just going to mind its business and get out it depends i mean is it poisonous well, you got to take all kinds of things into account Okay, that's not your first thought, though. Did you forget no. the situation you were in? You're stuck in a box. All right, all right. Now, let me tell you that when I was 17 years old, I got transferred with none of my clothes, none of my food, none of my anything to a prison whose overflow population at that time was going to segregation. So I spent 12 days in a five by seven with only enough food to survive and no human contact. <clears throat> and a spider crawled into my box, I promise you your first thought is food. And your okay. second thought is company. Before you think, yuck, I better kill that spider, it is a piece of food and then it is a friend because that's how your brain functions. I didn't get to yuck until the third step. And to pass judgment on large groups of people based on being in situations like that and having different things happen to them, not mass shooters. I'm not, you know, there are some groups I'm not going to ride with, but nobody's going to say Republican, Democrat, or even killer or humanitarian and necessarily turn me off to them as an individual. We're all different. We all experience different situations and have different understandings of stuff. And the fact is, if you came from a different womb, you might understand things differently. You know, so it must you, be you, nice you're for kind us of to discuss Dr. Seuss and Mr. Pahedahead. You're kind of but making that's, my point. That's like real life for people. You're kind of making my point with the guy in Atlanta. Then 
That's exactly what I just said. We don't know what he was thinking. We don't know what he was dealing with. We don't know the kind of mental breakdown he was having to go do what he so did. So how do we thwart that? How do we prevent that situation? Because there are an infinite number of times to intervene and do something about that. And you're right. Some <clears throat> people stick right on gun and say, this is the point I want to intervene at. And some people stick right on mental health. And some people go to the parents and they stick to their one arguing point, depending on the narrative they want to follow, depending on Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, whoever they feel like they are, it must be nice. Mm -hmm. Because if you send somebody into that cell with a soup and they refuse to share it, do you take the soup? You're now a thief, but are you a bad guy? Because I'll tell you what, you refuse to share. I'm eating the soup dry and I'll, I'll, I'll make back friends with you when, when you regain consciousness. You know what I'm saying? You get into that point, you are going to eat and the bad guy stuff you do, it must be nice to look at those people like bad guys as opposed to somebody, you know, and while you're choking him out, he goes, Carlos, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Okay, it must be nice to have that be important enough of a thing on your list to to alienate that large of a group of people. Delete anything when you're locked up. Skessy Fedgen. Uh, excuse me, sketchy, sketchy pheasant. pheasant. I ate multiple spiders. Yeah. Delete anything. You get hungry enough. I'm sure you will do if those other things. Enough, you will eat, do bad guy stuff. Turds. I get it. But I'm not sure where you're going with this. I'm, I'm, you're still kind of making my point. <clears throat> We're still dealing with one guy. We don't know the level of, of, of breakdown that he had for this to possibly happen. Or maybe there was other motives. <clears throat> At this point, we're just, you know, having a conversation about the possibilities and the possible remedies. That's, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So... But this, uh, I'm saying that this act. This act. So we're now I, we're back on Atlanta. Yes. Okay. This act, I'm willing to take outside and say that is a group of people I can't ride with. There's no amount of starving that's going to make me do that. It's what Phil was saying. Think about the worst day in your life. Okay. Do you go to a bunch of massage parlors? No, I can I, think okay. of the worst I, day of my life. So, I'm choking you out and taking your soup. So you're, and it's not see, because I'm a bad person. I am right. a morally sound individual. I promise you that I'm going to eat. All right. Yeah, you're, look, you're, it sounds to me right. like... What happened? That Phil's saying yes. it right. There's no value on human mm. life. It's why he killed. He has no That's value. a real good friend of mine, Phil. You know, and I mean, I, I actually, I, you know, I've been reading all his comments and stuff. And when you look at what he's saying, it's true, though. And especially the one where the worst day of your life. I mean, hey, look, mm. we, we all have bad days. For sure. Okay. All of us. But, and it's like he said, on my worst day, <clears throat> you know, I never thought of going out and blasting somebody. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe, and on, maybe and on my, my worst day, I can consider all those other things. I can consider the killing, the cannibalism, and all kind of stuff. You get to a certain <clears> point 
of hardship. It's not devaluing human life like that. Right. I it's, mean, I think it's hungry, angry. It's it's a um, food, water, warmth, rest. You know, you don't safety, security, get the things you need, and you're trying to get your needs met. That's totally different. Right. I mean, like for me, on my worst days, and we're talking years ago and times, I was like, "Why am I even alive? I I don't even want to be alive." You know. But I I never thought about killing any other human being. Never once. It, that 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 to me has never crossed my mind. And the only way that I would have to kill another human being is if my life is being threatened. Um, yeah, so you're life, not riding out with the uh, Houston, Texas father. The father he uh, he put his he put his five year old daughter to bed. And then he heard her crying, so he went back up to, to check on her. And uh, 48-year-old Jesus Mora Flores, if you want to look it up, had climbed in the window. And he and was trying to, he was molesting her and trying to have his way with her. The father pulled him off, beat him with his hands. And then the guy eventually lost his life. He, the guy made the 911 <clears throat> call himself. Oh, that's different. Of course I... I You're not riding with that guy? Hold on, let's see, let's see. Uh, what what I'm hearing though is 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 an application of logic across all spectrums, and that's unrealistic. Not all spectrums. Yeah, all you're spectrums. describing you've I described you've described shooter. you've described a human who's who's desperate for survival. You've described a father who's found his, his daughter being molested. I would ride with the we're father. talking about we're talking about a guy who, according to what we know was dealing with his own mental demons regarding the And you're willing to call put? that the same kind of exception to the rule. That's what I'm getting at. Are you willing to call that the but same that's what I've kind been saying. of exception to the rule? But no, that's it's what I've been not, saying. though. But it it's is. not because one of them isn't devaluing human life. The fact that I would take your soup is not because I'm just some random thief out there taking things I don't really need. I'm not some klepto snatching up a lipstick in a Walmart. It's a totally different situation. So when you're talking about those exceptions to the rules, let's not look at this guy's mental health and try to call him an exception to the rule. That doesn't make any sense because I can make all those exceptions to the rule because I've been in all of those situations. And this one, I'm not going to ride with. That's No, fine. whatever he was going through, religious and, and what else? Sex addictions and... To, I mean, if there were happy endings, maybe we give them a little bit more leniency, right? That's like frustrating no. to hear, dude. No, I mean, no, you still, you still, no, no, no. Okay, hold on, <clears throat> Jared. I see where you're coming from, but again, I've said we don't know all the information. All we have is what we have on the surface. We're just what other you. information do we need? No, that's all. That's all we Whether have. Whether there were happy endings or not, right? No, I don't know. There may so be other, the other. There may be diagnoses. I don't know. I don't know. Let's and go. the diagnosis will depend. No, see, I'll take the diagnosis for cannibalism for those dudes in the Andes Mountains. I'm not taking a diagnosis for this one. This is the total and utter devaluation of human life. Like Phil keeps saying, it's because I'm not arguing that. Didn't care I'm, about I'm other people. I'm not arguing people. that. I'm not arguing that. So all those other things, people can deal with every single other one of the things you're saying to try to, I don't want to use the word excuse this guy 
Other people no have done with all of those things and not done not done something <clears throat> like that. No, no, I can put myself in a lot of other shoes based on my situations. But this hold, is a guy on, I'm not going to ride so, with. I don't think anyone's making excuses. Okay, well, what's the more information that needs to come out then? Explain to me the more I, information. I don't I'm know. Again, for. we we all underlying all mental health issues. I have underlying mental health issues. Okay, that doesn't mean you're going to react the same way, but we None don't of know. Us are. No, the vast majority of us aren't. So why yeah. are we talking about it? Point That's is, what the I'm guy saying. No you're, you're, you're you're putting your anything. What are, Exactly. This guy didn't care about human life. Should we try to prevent things like this in the future? Yes. Do we need to know whether he was getting happy endings or not? Please tell me you wish you hadn't said that. Like that's that's I didn't totally say that. That, that I was in the comments. I said that, that and I was being said, and it was, was in the, in the comments, comments first. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You My know. mistake. My mistake. I listen. I I'm just not looking for the. Ending. I'm not looking for those other things. If I hear somebody killed somebody, I'm like, <clears> hey, what happened? I hear somebody, you know, uh, uh, cannibal, thief, those other things that I'm like, well, what happened? I got to hear the rest of the story before I'm willing to condemn that person. I hear something like this. One thing I don't do is go, I need to hear the rest of the story before I condemn that human being. I'm not going to sit no, here and go, no, 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 nobody, knows nobody hold on. Him. Yeah. No, no one here is not condemning the guy. All right. However, and maybe it's the psych major in me. You always, there's no, there's nothing wrong with prying into his brain and trying to just figure out how did he get there? What the hell happened? What was his logic? All I have is the information well, that I presented. The there's nothing well, wrong well, with well, that. Well, right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I mean, I can't, I'm kind of, I'm in agreement with Carlos there. Wow. Thing. Whoa. You know, and and, and <laughs> so in the sense bring it out of you guys. Right, and I'm agreeing with him in the sense of I won't ride with that guy. No. I, I will want to know, okay, you know what? You're a mass murderer. You're a piece of shit. You're, you're garbage. But what brought you to the point the where you snapped? Right, and, and to all, what all we have is what I described. And, and it's more of, okay, how could it be it, – it's how could it be avoided – on other individuals it's yeah. learn what brought them here you see someone else that might be on the borderline what could we do as a society to help them before they snap thanks sketchy you do that you know <laughs> um <clears throat> all right so i mean again uh wow what a debate <laughs> uh you know, going forward, though, uh, I don't have an issue with background checks. I do. And I, I and, and again, like I said before, I can be for something and still be weary of it. Uh, if if background checks and a solid system on who's owning what is 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 going to help. Fine. But I am still weary about information being submitted and being taken advantage of later. It's happened countless times in our government. And I don't well, see. Again. Okay, what the checks that I feel need to be done are the background checks, are the mental checks, okay, the mental wellness mm -hmm. of, of an individual. Now, 
with that being said, and we're gonna we're gonna play the role here of I'm purchasing the gun. Okay. Carlos, I gotta go through Carlos to get the gun because he's gonna give me all the okays, and Jared's the doctor, right? All right. I passed my background check. <laughs> Jared's like, really? <laughs> no. Watch. Okay. So then my next step is I gotta go to Jared for him to okay my 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 mental well-being, right? Jared says no. Damn it, Frank! Now I can't get a gun. Obviously. Right? I'm okay. <laughs> That's okay. done deal. Shit. <laughs> but, you don't need to do much, man. <laughs> or, 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 or however we're going to do this. But then me, I, I should be, you know, I'm going to go to another doctor. Right? He says yes. Frank, you know, stable enough to buy a firearm. <clears throat> okay? Uh-huh. So now I got now, one now saying yes. The liabilities, but go ahead. One saying no. Right. Let's go to a third one then. He says yes. Frank gets a gun. You have okay. two professionals that said yes. Right. Okay. And now that mental check needs to be done maybe every two years, maybe every, uh, you know, or every year. It's are you talking you know, about like a, a proposal here, like a possibility on how the system should work? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, <clears throat> just cause like, again, we could use me as an example. I own, you know, five different firearms. Okay. I've, ne I've never had a mental check. I know mm -hmm. I'm good. We're screwed. Okay. <laughs> 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 but you know, I think if we, you know, we we come up with some checks and balances, you know, might be a good thing. No, and that's fine. You're right. I <clears throat> I, I don't think the NRA would go for it because it's going to be less money in their pocket. Uh, well, I, the NRA. If yeah. You asked me. I mean, I'm, I'm most of the time just uh, feel like I, you know, unless I've done all the research, I don't want to be get too far into the conversation. So I spend a lot of time uh, playing devil's advocate. But honestly, yeah. I just feel like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like. And that's um, fine. I like no, that. I, I like do. that because it opens up the conversation. It opens up the avenues. That's how we got into this discussion about this guy in Atlanta by playing devil's advocate. And, and, and I love that to me, playing devil's advocate always allows for answers, answers that maybe people never thought of. So by all means, I yeah. love playing devil's advocate too. <laughs> well, and if I, and if I have to look for solutions, I mean, I look to all of the obvious places, but um, I think I spend <laughs> a lot more time looking before the, before that to intervene uh, at a place that makes sense, you know. I don't know how much you know about scrub scraps, but um, like it's a way to target that audience. If okay. you try to imagine this particular person, it's like uh, my buddy Dane owns a Rock City Tattoo, a tattoo shop. So you know, you think about advertisement, and you're like, well, where do people who have tattoos go? You know. 
Uh, you know, so so you kind of want to target your audience. What if that was your audience? What if school shooters or severely depressed or sex addicts or what have you were your target audience? Where would you go to find them? You know, so basically I built this program that not necessarily all the members fit that category, but I, it's, it's, it's the first alternative treatment-based boxing program in the world. Okay. All um, right. So let me, let me, let me... it seems like the demographic we get are usually struggling individuals that it would seem like would be candidates for more dangerous things later in life, and they're coming <clears> to <throat> us because fighting makes sense to them. Let me ask you a question, I'm Jared. So I, I ask this only because I'm not familiar and I haven't heard mm -hmm. any of your podcasts. Your show, is it about boxing or is it about more of what you just described, what you do and, and your, uh, your therapeutic, I guess is a good word, <clears throat> measures on how to help with people and how maybe get, you know, fighting is actually a great release. Is, is, is that what you're referring to? It's not me. Yeah, is, yeah. That, is that what your show, is that more or less what the show is about? Oh uh, no! Throwing jabs. We cover all of the combat sports. Okay, so and you, you're sports I get related. Three okay. to five minutes at the end of every show, I take mm -hmm. uh, three to five minutes and try to fit something we talked about and put it into a psychological perspective, or right. or talk about scrub scraps. You know, last week we had on uh, the vice president of scrub scraps for uh, the first scrub scrap spotlight, Chris Moscone. That went well. So, all right. Okay. All right. Great. Cool. 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 Well, uh, Frank, well, that know, was healthy as hell, man. Yes, um, it was. <laughs> um, our audience, listen, if you guys are liking what, you, what you're hearing, you like our guests that we have on, hey, look, sh share our page, share this, like our page, join our page. You guys have topics. You know what? You could always email us at speakingitrealpodcast at gmail.com. Just post it on our page. Or just post it on the I was page. Talking, I was talking to Jared about this, actually. Uh, we were we were kind of going back and forth. Yeah, just post whatever article you want on the page. I mean, uh, we, can't, we, cannot, we cannot control the, the comments that go below it. That's not us. <laughs> sure, I'm sure Frank and I throw a little match in there from time to time, but the truth of the matter is, we like people just posting articles on the speaker, uh, speak, uh, speaking it real page. And you know, that, that, that always ends up being an idea for us to talk. And that's where we leave it. Everything else that happens after we are not responsible for, I'm just, just putting it out there. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, just uh, right quick. And, um, I kind of, <clears throat> there's times where I see posts online and they're just, they're, they're funny moments. And I've always seen them with other people. And, my sister had a couple moments on um on on her social media feed this week, you know, where I just I, I wanted to share it because I always see it happening to everybody else, and I never thought it would happen to us. If you if you see oh my sister my there, God. you see her dog in the background, <laughs> you know, and she she was getting ready to do an exercise because she's one of these health fitness. People. So was her dog. Oh, yeah, yes. man. Yeah, hey. <laughs> burning calories. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Dogs out. And then actually the 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 other the other one I was there's one more that's there. I was actually I was at her, I showed up to her house on Sunday, 
Um, <laughs> let's see if maybe Joe could get that one up also. This one, and she's starting her thing, and my son's there also. She runs. Guess what? Guess who hit the floor? She just dropped him. Like, what? Hey, look, if you guys have your funny videos, send them to us. We'll post them. You know, um, Jared. Thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. Yeah, Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for coming on. Real good show. You could catch Jared on Saturdays at 10 o'clock on the Throwing Jobs podcast. Remember, you know, we, we're we part of the Clovercrest Media Group. Come check us out. You know, clovercrestmedia.com. You got to, we're what? We're, we're what? 20, 30 shows deep now. So we're up and coming. We're growing. You know, so come join us. Always, yeah, as always. yeah. No, hey, like I always say, um, this show to me is a is a great avenue for people to just come and express ideas, express opinions, and <clears throat> learn how to enjoy disagreements. None of us are completely right, but I'm sure if we grabbed everybody's concept somewhere in the middle. The best idea is is in there waiting for for discovery. And uh, <clears throat> that's why I love uh, doing the show. Uh, and uh, hopefully we can continue to make it grow. So talk, America. We need to talk more. And stop being so snappy. That's it. <laughs> well said, man. Yeah, so again, people, you might not agree with what we're saying or what we're speaking. Or you might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day... We're speaking it real. We'll catch you all next week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings-on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast.